Welcome back to the Datapreneur podcast. This segment is a continuation of the talk with Professor Shalab, a professor of data science and statistics at the Indian Institute of Technology in Kanpur, also known as IIT Kanpur. Today, we will be discussing the emerging fields of big data, data optimization, and artificial intelligence with examples of industry leaders like Amazon, Netflix, and Google. Now that access to data has become so much easier, how are companies dealing with this much information? Right. And you can imagine the size of the data means every moment. Uh, how many people are supplying the data on the facebook how many people are trying to supply the data to the youtube how many people are supplying to the data to the this google servers etc can you really handle it manually it is very difficult but next question comes here how to handle that data one is now no more the challenges big data and say another this suppose if you want to find out that how much time are you going to take from your home to your college what exactly you have to do do you need to find out the arithmetic mean do you need to find out the geometric mean do you need to find out the standard deviation what do you really want to find so this part was being taught as a uh, to a statistics course uh, to a statistician in the statistics course so statistics courses started uh, handling uh, and uh, or informing the student that under what type of condition what type of statistical tool you have to use it is just like a doctor is taught that under what type of condition you have to use what type of medicines but now the problem is this number of patient became too huge and a doctor cannot handle it manually if there are 5000 patients standing outside the doctor's clinic how doctor is going to handle it so the same thing started happening with the statistics also that once the uh, now on one side the data has become too big then they have to uh, think first that what we want to do with this data because data has to follow your orders because you are the one who has been given the who has been gifted the natural intelligence by the god so you thought that okay statistically also and it is more convincing that for example in this case i can use standard deviation in this case i can use arithmetic mean etc but on the other hand you know the concept but the but but outside the data is so huge that you cannot handle it manually and your computers also started failing so then people started uh, using the tools of big data analysis using some is algorithm optimization techniques etc but suddenly as the crowd outside the doctor's clinic became from say five patient to 50000 patient the doctor was unable to handle similarly the size of the data and the variety of the data and different types of complication started happening because of big data and then it became very difficult for the human being to handle the data in a using the natural intelligence and side by side the expectations of the human being were also increasing how 
Now, can you imagine that you open your Google map and if you write, okay, I want to go from IIT Kanpur to IIT Delhi. And it gives you an answer after 20 minutes. You can't even think about it. The, the level of patience has really gone down. We want to click and we want to find out the answer. Right, so now the thing happened and uh, even the level of uh, this patient became so low that I want to, I don't even want to work that hard. If I want to type on my phone or on my computers only a couple of letters and I expect that computer should tell me the whole word. As soon as I type say N-E-W new, it should give me the option that it is going to be daily. The next word is daily. So I don't have to type, but I simply have to click on it. On the other hand, if you try to compare from the, uh, from the human being, if you say, okay, I am going from Kanpur to new, after that, I will understand automatically that it is going to be new daily. And the chances are less that it is going to be new Jalpai Guru. Right, so computer has to be made intelligent enough so that it can understand that I am more interested in going to New Delhi rather than New Jalpai Guru. Right, so this is the, so then people started thinking, okay, the way we are trying to think in a natural way, we are using the God gifted natural intelligence. Can I also make my computer in intelligent? Computer is a machine. The how machine can be made uh, intelligent. So the only option was that the way the human being thinks, if I can write down a program, who can also think on the similar lines like as a human being, possibly this will develop the intelligence inside the machine. And then, but this intelligence was artificially developed. That is why it was called as artificial intelligence. So now the expectation of the human being increased that instead of getting only the numerical value after solving certain equations from the data, they also started expecting that this artificial intelligence or some intelligence should also be there in making the uh, decisions. Definitely, if you try to make a decision intelligently, then only you will succeed. And we are always taking the decisions intelligently. Means if your class is going to, going to happen after five minutes, would you like to go to the canteen to have a cup of tea? At the cost of missing a class, certainly not. But if you have half an hour time, and, and if you want to have a cup of tea, then you can safely go to the canteen and come back to your class. In this decision, how you, how you reach to this decision? It was depending on the time and you took an intelligent decision. So the decision are going to be acceptable only when they are taken with the due intelligence. 
so i started this uh, discussion that the human being out of the group of a human being there was a human being who took the leadership and he had to take the decision now the finally we have reached to a place where a human being is going to take the decision which are not arbitrarily but they are based on the data data is being generated from a process data has lots of information but data is somehow different dumb data cannot speak data ca cannot understand so now as a leader if you want to become a leader you have to be qualified you have to be educated so a human being started learning statistics and he learned how to take the decisions he observed the data he observed the phenomena in the society and he used the natural intelligence to become a leader now you are depending on your computer to give you the correct decision in the smaller time and in an intelligent way so that is the role of data science which is being done now now the expectation of the people have increased tremendously now in case if you tell okay today in the evening it is going to rain nobody is going to believe on us but if i tell them the values of atmospheric pressure humidity wind wind speed etc etc and i try to convince them you see these values are going to are quite strongly indicating that uh, there is a possibility of the rain in the evening then people will be believe on me so any decision which is based on data that is more dependable number 1 now this data is 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 going to be huge and it has to be based on it has to be accomplished with us with some natural or say artificial intelligence then you can assume that the data is going to be more meaningful right then only your decision is going to be good so now what is happening the expectation of the people are the data is being generated automatically your cell phone is generating the data automatically the data is being stored in the some server automatically then based on that the data is trying to give the answers which you want means i want that how much time i will take from Uh, in traveling from it kanpur to it delhi somebody wants to know okay how much time i will take from it kanpur to this uh, to the airport or to the railway station so from the same data set because because uh, because the data of all the people who are going to use the google map that is going to be stored in the google server somebody is going to railway station somebody is going to bus stand somebody is going to uh, uh, it delhi their details are stored there and that data is used to answer the queries of different people right we miss anybody who has not even travel to the to the railway station he can find out okay from it kanpur to the railway station how much time i am going to take and uh, google will give the answer because because the google already has stored the data from the past from those people who have traveled to the railway station based on that uh, he has uh, the, the the server has made some calculations automatically without asking you without telling you and finally the server um, has used some intelligence that when you are sitting in the suppose uh, you are sitting in kanpur and if you find out the railway station it will show you the railway station of kanpur it will not show you the railway station of new delhi 
But if you try to see, find out the uh, railway station, if, if you simply type railway station in when you are in Delhi, then it will show you that, okay, there is a railway station at, uh, which is at Ajmeri Gate side, Pahargan side, and Sabdarjang, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So this is artificial intelligence. So now the rule becomes very simple. The data is being generated from somewhere that is being stored in the some server somewhere. And now we have to use the statistical tool or some optimization tool which can give us the correct answer of our queries. And that also has to be done automatically. So I need a good, start, a good uh, programming language where I can implement the statistical tool and then whatever are the outcomes of uh, that optimization procedure statistical tool, they have to be converted into a good value. The value which I need, which I can interpret, or the value which can provide me the correct interpretation, correct result. So this is our now data science, and this is how the statistics turned into data science. Now, nobody wants to do only the mathematics, but people want to use it, people want to implement it. The intricacies and the complications of mathematics, they are no more there using these calculations. The speed of calculations is not an issue. So people want to use all these things in a fruitful way so that the humanity can be helped, the society can be helped. It's every day you get the forecasting for your weather. Who supplies the data? Neither you nor me. But then as soon as you click on the some app, it will give you the forecasting for the next couple of weeks or next couple of hours, next couple of days. So there is some statistics behind it. There's some statistical modeling behind it for which the key ingredient is the data. The data is getting collected automatically then what type of, whether this is statistical modeling using regression analysis or time series analysis, and even in time series analysis, ARMA model, ARIMA model, whatever you want to, um, want to do, they are being applied automatically in spite of having so many mathematical complexities. They are being, uh, the values are being obtained and, th and those values are being converted into a logical value, which can be used by the human being for the welfare of the society. So if you tell forecast people that, okay, after five days, we are going to have a, some thunderstorm or some, some, some speedy winds somewhere, then you can warn the people and can, you can save the lives of the people. So now this, this is exactly the role of the data science. So this is the science of data that how are you going to use the scientific tools or the data so that you can get the correct outcome. And in this case, statistics, mathematics, computer science, computer architecture, art, uh, programming, et cetera, et cetera. They all are the ingredients of this data science. Means at home, if your mom uh, gives you a good, good here, then, then you need rice, you need milk, you need some dry food, you need sugar, et cetera, et cetera. Unless and until you have all these things and you mix them in a proper way, you cannot get a delicious cheer. So the same thing is with the data science here. These are the inseparable com components of the data science. 
want to in, uh, collect the data in the proper way. And for that, you have uh, uh, means your, your data has to be representative. That means that the data should uh, uh, contain all the information which is contained in the entire population. Because you see, the biggest challenge in statistics is that you are trying to look at a very small uh, size of data, but you want to take the decision for the entire population. Recently, when this COVID vaccination was uh, to be tested, that testing was not done either on me or you, but that was done on, an, uh, on some certain number of people, say so it, it may be a couple of hundreds, couple of thousands, but this COVID vaccination is going to be effective for the entire population of this world. So that is the biggest challenge in the, in the statistics, that how you have to take the data in the first step, which is going to represent the hidden feature of the entire population. So, so, so for that, for example, sampling theory comes into picture. Then based on that sample, what exactly you have to do so that you can find out the values which are existing in the unknown population. So for that probability theory, statistical inference, et cetera, et cetera, they come into picture. If you want to do different types of modeling, then regression modeling, linear regression modeling, non-linear regression modeling, time series analysis, stochastic process, Markov chain simulation, et cetera, et cetera, many things comes into picture, which are working together to solve a more complicated problem. I cannot say that just by learning the some tools of mean, median, mode, and correlation, uh, you can learn the data science, right? And in statistics also, we have now different types of areas, parametric inference, non-parametric inference, Bayesian inference, et cetera, et cetera, different types of statistical modeling, different types of computational procedures. And you have to learn as much as you can. And if I try to translate that, uh, when we go to a doctor who is a general physician, before entering into the chamber of the doctor, the doctor doesn't know that, uh, that the patient is coming with a problem in the head or in the ear or in the tongue or in the nose or in the stomach or in the foot, etc. But doctor has been trained to understand the details of every part of our body. So if somebody asks a doctor in the, in the medicine science that, okay, uh, what do I, what should I learn to become a good doctor? Should I learn only about the mind and the heart? Or should I learn about the heart and the lungs? The simple answer will be, you have to understand the whole body. The more you learn, the deeper will be your knowledge and better will be your decision. So the same thing is when people do ask me what topic they have to learn to be good in data science, I simply say, try to learn as much as many as topics possible. More you learn, your understanding with the data science will become better. And if you try to use your, you have, yes, on the other hand, you also have to be a good social scientist. You should have the capability to observe what is really happening around you. You should have a capability to translate the phenomena into a mathematical framework. Because unless and until you cannot uh, translate into a mathematical framework, there uh, nobody can write a program. So in order to become a data scientist, you have to know each and everything as much as you can.
yeah, I'm not saying that unless and until you know all the things, uh, you cannot start your career as a data scientist. Yes, you start with the career with the minimum qualification. And then after that, you have to study, you have to work hard, you have to learn these topics. And you cannot say that, okay, I have done these many topics, so now I become the best data scientist of the world. When somebody will become the best data scientist of the world, I, I cannot say. Right, and then this data science is going to be useful in every domain of the human being. You name anything. Means at this moment, you want to track the aircraft. When somebody, somebody is flying from US to India, you can always track the aeroplane that when it is going to reach or when it is going to land. The expectations have increased so much that as soon as the plane lands at the airport, they want to know. You are trying to work with the different taxi operators, Ola, Uber. You want to do everything at the touch of the button. How it will work? You need to collect the data. You need to use the appropriate algorithm. You used to use the appropriate statistical and mathematical tools, which can tell you where is your taxi, when it will come, and when you will reach. Similarly, the country also needs this data science on, on different uh, platforms. You can see in the recent, uh, this app uh, on this, uh, uh, on this COVID uh, platform, this Aroge Setu. Aroge Setu is always trying to give you the number of COVID patients around within one kilometer, two kilometer, three kilometer. How does this know? Because that is based on data science. And data science does not mean only statistics, but it is a combination of many, many things together. So, uh, so in this agricultural, people want to know how much, how much crop do we want to have. People want to do other forecasting. People want to know what will be the industrial growth. And it depends on many, many factors. So this data science comes into the picture, the tools, they help us, and they try to give us a reasonable value, which is dependable, and people can be benefited. So that is all about this data science, how statistics, how the names, simple statistics got converted into data science. Right. Thank you so much, sir. That was a great an analogy, first of all, to begin with, that um, when the human population started, that one leader looked at basic data and um, learned what they can provide with the data uh, so that he could, that's why analysis of data is just as important as collecting data in the first place. And all the way up to the development of artificial intelligence and now how computers are making those smart decisions based on the huge data sets that we're feeding them. So um, one last thing that I would like to cover is, so why do you, do you think that uh, for young entrepreneurs and people who are starting new businesses, is data science important for them and how it can help them with innovation? <laughs> okay, I will ask you a question, Miss any entrepreneur, if uh, he or she can explain me that how he can survive without 
data science. Right. Right. As soon as you want to become an entrepreneur, you want to analyze first your market, whatever is the thought process in your mind, that thought process has to be converted into some tool. And that tool is going to be sold in the market that is going to be used by some unknown population, which you don't know. Means as an entrepreneur at this moment, anybody who got the idea of the Ola, Uber, or this, uh, um, this uh, food website, Nobody has a, like a Swiggy. Ask them, did they had any idea that who is going to use their app? No, but this is their business intelligence. Business intelligence means they collected the data, they analyzed the data, and based on that, uh, they took a decision. Yes, this decision is going to have a market value. They expected that, okay, this many people in this country, in this area, they will be interested in these types of projects or these types of products or these type of services. And based on that, uh, they convince somebody who, who use their hard earned money for their ideas. So means unless and until if you see your ideas are not supported by some scientific findings, who is going to believe on you? So unless and until if you have an idea and unless and until you present a proper statistical analysis or a data science analysis to your uh, uh, to the person who is going to financially support your product or your project, who is going to help you? Once you get the funding, even after that, you have to make some models. You have to use the statistical tool to know that how much is going to be the market, how many people are going to be used, and based on that only expected value, you have to prepare or you have to create the infrastructure to produce the product. Right. And because this could not happen that you launch a product and then people want it and then you are unable to supply. Or it should also not happen that you, you produce a product and there, is, and there are no customers in the market. So these type of decisions when you, which you are trying to take in the uh, atmosphere of complete uncertainty, only data science can help, you, can help you in taking the correct decision, which will help you in the development of your product and possibly your ideas will become a multinational company. So without data science, you just cannot move forward even a single inch. And if you try to do it, the chances of failures are very high. So that depends on you. If you want to have a good success with a smaller risk, I'm saying smaller risk, I'm not saying zero risk, then statistics and data science has to play a role in your project, very important role in your project. That is my very simple answer to your question. And that concludes the talk with Professor Shalab. Stay tuned for some exciting upcoming episodes and I will see you soon. Mm -hmm.